You're listening to Her Heart Heals Divorce Radio. Hi, I'm Christina Cuevas. Seven years ago, I went through a divorce and it completely turned my world upside down. And I'm so glad it did. I documented my healing to share information with other women going through their own divorce journey. And now, with thousands of downloads around the world from divorced women just like you, I'm here to show you how to ditch the shame around divorce and finally heal so that you can regain the confidence to create your most abundant and joyful future. I'm so glad you're here. This is Her Heart Heals Divorce Radio. If you've gone through divorce, you already know that a life event like this can leave us feeling broken and ashamed. Trust me, I can wholeheartedly relate because this was me just a few years ago. Unfortunately, most divorced women make the big mistake of thinking that time will heal this wound, spending months or years carrying this feeling of failure around everywhere they go numbing their pain, or worse, staying closed off to the idea of love again, and that's just backwards. Does this sound like you? I got you. I created a free masterclass called Divorce from Divorce Without Feeling Like a Failure. In this class, you'll discover how to actually move on after divorce so you can finally feel whole and regain your confidence without feeling like you failed. Don't wait. Click the link in the show notes to add your name to the waitlist and be the first to get notified once this class goes live. I won't be offering this for free forever though, so be sure to sign up for this limited offer. See you there. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am super excited to be coming on here This is going to be a solo podcast, just me. Um, I have been just doing the most. I had uh, some home projects wrapping up, some important projects for my corporate job, which included some traveling. I've been recording this podcast. I have some incredible guests lined up that are going to be released in in various episodes after this podcast episode. Uh, And I've been putting the final touches on something very, very special. My masterclass that will be kicking off my new Divorce with Divorce course, which has been several years in the making, you guys. I... um, it's not something that I have been taking lightly. And I realized with just everything that I've had going on, it was so impossible for me to create something that means so much to me with so much going on externally. When you have a lot of big projects and just a lot of things that are kind of happening in your life it's tough to sort of funnel or channel that energy into creating something new when you're so in the rat race, for lack of a better word, or loop with other things going on. So with that, it's a lot has come up 
for me when I try to sit down and channel my energy to bring forth all my knowledge and experiences to the forefront to give my very best to the people that I want to serve, which is this community. And if there's one thing that I've been aware of and continue to fine tune and evolve for myself and my own journey, it's knowing myself enough to know when my output energy just isn't there and when it turns into something that I'm forcing versus something that's flowing. For me, that's when it's an indicator to jump into a different flow. And a lot of times that means letting go and releasing that perfectionism and that control, trying to kind of juggle so many different things, I had to just be okay with not knowing or having all of the answers or having everything all figured out. And like they say on airplanes, putting on my own oxygen mask first and not feeling bad about it. Uh, I think the world, we put so much pressure on ourselves when we have all of these things going on and we want to try to create something new for ourselves or implement a new habit or implement a new goal or trying to just kind of work towards this new goal that is outside of what our daily lives or our daily responsibilities and our daily routine looks like. And I have been seeing so many friends of mine post about this too, which makes me realize that a lot of us must be feeling these really big shifts in life right now. So I wanted to record an episode of how I've gotten to know my habits, where I'm at right now, when things like this happen and how I make these times work for me versus getting stuck or feeling focused on the fact that I'm lazy or whatever it is that I used to label myself as. Um, I can only describe this feeling when it comes up for me as feeling paralyzed. Not necessarily like lazy. It's more of like this like lost feeling. I'm pretty uninspired. I'm not really stimulated by anything. I don't have this energy to kind of go out and create. I'm not necessarily excited about it. And I know that in these moments, I have to wait and observe and tune in with myself to get clear on what it is that I'm doing, what it is that I want to say, what it is that I want to present, what it is that's happening inside me. Because if you know, if you're trying to create either a new goal or you're trying to realize a new dream that you have for yourself or you're trying to implement a new a new habit or something like that, you sort of get lost in this sort of in-between. And in those moments, we can just beat ourselves up about it. But that is the prime time to evolve. Those are the moments where the universe is giving us the lesson 
and the things that we need to learn to get to that spot. And I know that, at least for me, I just want to get there already. I just want to make the change and implement it. And when I get really excited and really passionate about something and the idea pops into my head to create it, that is the start of the momentum. And then like halfway through the momentum, just like flatlines. And I'm like, what the hell? And I, that's when all of these feelings sort of come into play, but time and time again, when this happens, I know that this moment is a small container for me to receive. There's things there that I need to learn to get myself to this other place. And it sucks because it shows us that we really are not in control of much in this life. <laughs> we can have our intentions and we can have our, you know, timelines of when we want to do these things. And sometimes it works out just beautifully. But when it's something big that is going to be life-changing and really alter who we are as humans in our evolution, these moments um, are a real gift. And so I wanted to just put together an episode of five things that I have, at least five non-negotiables to how to utilize this time and find the meaning of it and get back on track. Because if we don't have guides for ourselves, we can very easily get stuck and just say, well, it's easier to go back to the way I was doing things because that's all we know. And next thing you know, six months go by and you remember the thing that you wanted to do. And you're like, oh yeah, whatever happened to that? And it just kind of fades away. So if you are in this feeling, if you kind of feel what I'm talking about, there's a difference between surrender and giving up. And so I will give you the five non-negotiables that I have to be able to pull myself out of it. And I kind of already mentioned the first one. So that is surrender. There is a difference between surrendering and giving up. When we surrender, we also surrender the feelings of guilt. When those feelings of guilt come up, like we should be doing this, it really just allows us to acknowledge that it's there and be okay with it. And this is a beautiful thing too, because we experience guilt in so many other areas of our lives when we make exceptions for in relationships, um, when we are trying to implement boundaries. And so if we can get used to acknowledging this guilt that we feel, then the more comfortable we are when it comes up for us in other areas and will allow us to implement some of these habits to make better choices. And I have found that that is really helpful for me. Like the guilt that I'm feeling for 
allowing myself to be in this little time cocoon, the guilt is just about myself, right? It has nothing to do with my relationships with anything externally. And so it's beautiful for me because I get to practice and we can only get good at something when we practice it. So um, my first tip on that is surrendering and acknowledging all of the feelings that come up once you make that decision to surrender control on your timeline. Another thing that I wanted to touch on is turning that guilt into curiosity. So I talked about acknowledging it and putting that into practice, but then the nugget of gold is really taking that guilt and turning it into something else, turning it into a positive, changing the way that we view those feelings. And this is also something that I am consistently practicing over and over again because we have been hardwired that certain actions invoke certain feelings that we label, in this case, guilt, But what if it isn't really feeling guilty at all? What if it is just curiosity? What if we could train our brain so that anytime we experience guilt, it's an instant shift into curiosity, asking ourselves questions and staying with those questions and being silent for the answers. And I talked about this time cocoon and I talked about how these times are there for us to really dig deep and learn some of the lessons that would allow us to propel to either this next level or bring this new goal into being. Um, And that really requires us to ask the questions and observe the answers. And it's not necessarily going to be anything that we're going to get from the external outside world, but really it's just a matter of being present and being open to things that come up. And you may discover it when you're out for a walk and that answer will all of a sudden just kind of come into existence in your mind as a thought process. And you'll realize how special the silence can be. So first is, I guess I'll recap it real quick, surrendering, taking in all those feelings that come with surrendering, one of them being guilt, acknowledging it, practicing feeling what that feels like in your body, and then turning that guilt into curiosity and not being afraid to ask questions and then being silent for the answer. The third thing that I wanted to touch on is giving time meaning by finding beauty in the simple things. This is where new opportunities happen for us to get re-inspired and to really solidify a lot of the ideas that you initially had when you wanted to bring in this new thing 
into existence. So finding beauty in the simple things can really be as easy as going outside for a walk for five minutes every day, getting fresh air, being in nature, having five minutes in the morning to drink your coffee and not do anything but sit there and drink your coffee or your tea. So this time that we often label as, you know, feeling lazy, what if we called it something else? What if we, you know, said that we were taking our time to just be present? So that's my third third tip is really kind of giving this time new meaning versus what maybe some of the other um my other thoughts like would come up initially and tell myself that I'm lazy or unproductive. Another thing is having structure. So having structure can be really really helpful during these times because if you allow yourself to be open and be curious and ask those questions we're also implementing boundaries which is with structure to create these containers so structure can be sort of the walls that we are creating for the container for all of our ideas and our inspiration and our creativity and all the answers to the questions that we're asking and the lessons that we need to learn, structure is the walls. Um, that's how I look at it. So for me, what's really important is having bedtime goals, bedtime rituals and wake time rituals. I make it a point to be in bed by a certain time and when I'm in bed, then at that point, I implement reading or journaling. Uh, that's been really huge for me during these times to kind of get my ideas out on paper or to also be newly inspired by, well, and I don't necessarily read books, but I listen to a lot of audiobooks um, so that at the same time that I'm listening, I'm journaling some ideas that come to my mind. And a lot of times it is in those moments that I am re-inspired or I find those nuggets that I am searching for, if you will. Another really important structure that I put in is moving my body and also being open to new forms of exercise. So Recently, I have been slowing it down. I like to run. And so before I would run and just put my body in this really high stress state. And I've been really curious about, it's called LISS, L-I-S-S. -S. I think it's low impact steady state is what it stands for. But I have been um, really curious about how this feels. I've been doing it for the last couple of weeks now where I'm doing cardio that doesn't or workouts that don't stress out my body. And if you work out hardcore or you do like hit classes, you kind of feel like you have to like 
die to make an impact on your body. And I have been really loving these new ways to explore moving my body that don't involve like torturing myself. So I've been doing uh, like walking uphill. I've been doing a lot more weightlifting that is slower. And so things that are slower in pace. So I invite you to be open to new forms of exercise. Also, when we learn a new form of exercise or when we implement something new, then we also are learning a new habit. Our brain is learning, firing off in different ways because we're doing something that we wouldn't normally do. And moving your body is just so good to get your blood flowing. It's amazing for stress and anxiety. So there is that. Another thing that you can bring in when you have structure is introducing new rituals like the moon rituals. So like full moon, eclipse, new moons, things like that. I definitely follow a lot of those times as the, for during the moon cycle. And it's been really, really awesome. I don't necessarily follow it like religiously, but when I have certain moments where I feel sort of stuck or I feel a little bit uninspired or lost, I will kind of look at the moon and see, okay, what's going on in the, in the moon's forecast. And I tend to kind of gravitate towards that to help ground myself. So that's another, another thing for you if you'd like. So the last thing that I will talk about is to write goals. Now, I know that this is, seems like a no-brainer, but what I always do is I, without looking at any other goals from before entering this phase, I will just write down goals as they are on my heart or on my mind in that moment. And then you can go back to the goals that you've had before and see if they still ring true for you. Maybe it's the same goal, but it's a different path that you initially thought you were going to take to get to that goal. Maybe during this time you were able to figure out a new way, or maybe that's not even your goal anymore. And maybe it's either evolved, it's shifted into something else. But this is really important to start having things to look forward to so that you don't get stuck in the past. Because I will tell you, as someone who deals with fears of failure and wanting to just be perfect, sometimes our fears of moving forward are weighed down by experiences of the past. And it can really prevent us from moving forward. And that's how we get stuck. So, it really is important to reevaluate your goals, to write down goals as they are in that moment. Because like I said in the beginning, these seasons, these phases, these time cocoons, they really are so important to help us learn these lessons that we don't necessarily learn when we're moving in this really fast paced uh, life. So this is also a great way to look at 
the goals that you have with who you are in this moment, in this season, in this phase, and see how much you've grown. Uh, A lot of times I always have new ways of doing things where I thought for sure that the timeline to whatever goal I had is not the same. Um, I often find like new or more efficient ways of doing things, or maybe I even get real with myself and realize that what I thought was a goal initially was really not that big of a deal to me. And I want to gravitate towards this other thing. So writing down goals for just that purpose alone is really, really helpful. And it also helps us have those conversations with ourselves of, am I feeling paralyzed because I'm scared of change, because I'm scared of the future? Or is it really because I maybe have tried to do this before in the past and I failed and I really, it's my imposter syndrome that is keeping me stuck. When we are trying to create new things for ourselves, it's so common to evaluate and these seasons are important so that we can figure out what exactly it is that we stand for what exactly it is that we're trying to say and bring forth in this world. And so these are my non-negotiables of what I bring in and how I use this time to my greater good. So I have learned that it also means that this is a sign that whatever it is that you're trying to do is important to you. And that it's important enough for us to pause and use this time to figure it out. And eventually we will get there because what is meant to be will always find its way to you. So I hope that this was helpful for you. And let me know. Send me a DM. I'm for sure going to post about this uh, podcast episode on Instagram So either send me a DM, write it in the comments. Uh, I would really love to hear from you and to hear if any of these helped you, if these are some of the things that you already utilize. And it just means so much for me to connect with all of you. So thank you so much for listening and I will catch you on the next one. Want to learn more? I'm going to add a link in the show notes to the website, herheartheals.com. And there you can access all of my helpful tips, the blogs on there, and schedule a session with me. Are you on Instagram? I'd love to connect. You can follow me and my handle is at herheartheals. Hope to connect with you soon.